Guys, good to see everybody. Uh, we had some great weather for everyone to be outside and get a little sun leading the Memorial Day weekend. Um, look, we're three days into OTA, say day three. We had last week as phase two was our first opportunity to be on the grass with the players, you know, other than the rookie mini camp, you know, the week before. I'd say, uh, look, been very pleased with the way everyone's working. There's a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm out of the team. As a coaching staff, obviously we're chomping at the bit to get towards training camp mode. We can ramp things up, but you know, this is a time of year to allow our players to develop individually within their techniques, their fundamentals, really work on our strength and our conditioning as a team, and really improve our understanding of our schemes and concepts leading into training camp so that everyone can go in and compete aggressively to earn a job in training camp. That being said, I'll uh, answer any questions I can at this point. Hey, Joe, uh, there's been a lot of talk around the league of coaches and players sort of negotiating the conditions of the offseason program. Have you done any of that? No, I think our players understand that anytime we put them on the field, we're always going to do so first off with their safety in mind and then also with what we think is best for the team to progress each individual's technique and conditioning as well as the team collectively going forward. So, no, I, look, I always, I'm very clear, very transparent with our team in terms of how we're going to practice, what we're going to do, what our intents are going on the field and what the reason behind that is. So, no, we haven't had any discussions like that. Um, if at some point some player wants to talk to me, I'm always very open with them and a very direct answer. And then sort of a follow-up, you have eight OTA schedules, about 10. Just what's the thinking there? Well, it's just eight plus the three minicamp days gives you 11 total days. You know, looking at the schedule and the way it brackets out and frames out, you know, that was just a good schedule for us to work on in terms of getting what we want to accomplish through the install and then giving the players a chance to get jumping on their summers. A lot of these guys will be training elsewhere uh, with different players in different locations. A lot of guys get a quick jump or a quick family vacation and then build back in their training. So, you know, we thought that was a good time frame for us to go ahead and wrap up camp. The rookies have a little bit of time on the back end when the vets leave to stay here, get some extra meeting time, get some extra time with the strength conditioning staff, and really just help their development leading in training camp. Jordan. Hey, Joe, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Jordan? Uh, I'm curious, what have you seen from Daniel Jones this offseason? And, you know, not just on here when you're in the building, but away and, you know, him – sort of put it, bringing the team together, at least a bunch of the offensive guys. And what do you what do you want him to accomplish this offseason? Well, first off, I'm proud in the way he works every day. Okay, this guy comes to work every day in whatever phase of the season it is. If he's hitting the weight room, if he's in here getting treatment, if he's on the field, throwing with his teammates, uh, if he's organizing things outside this building, this guy always has a plan and a mindset of how he's going to attack things. And, and I'm proud to you know really watch how he's worked. Uh, in terms of what I look for, Daniel, same as every player. I look for him to come in. All right, work their hardest, pay attention to the details we're coaching, and put the team first. And that's really the biggest things we can ask of him. And this guy does it every time we walk in the building. Um, very pleased with the way he's working. And I'm looking for a little bit of improvement from every one of our players on a daily basis and every, and every coach as well. Do you sense he's taken hold of that leadership role from your – Yeah, you know what, I think with our team, I think we have a lot of great leadership throughout the locker room. There's a lot of layers of leadership. It doesn't just come from one person. It has to come from different people. In different areas, you have to make sure you can reach and touch every player on a roster. I love the way our team interacts. I love the leadership that you see emerge from different age groups, uh, different position groups, guys being willing to reach across the ball and share some wisdom and put their arm around the guy. I like the way guys challenge each other as well on the field and push each other to get better. So I'm proud of the way Daniel's working and leading by you know both example and vocally, but I'm proud of all the guys on the team who have stepped up and taken that leadership this year. Hey, Joe, uh, on Daniel, we put you in a position often of having to defend him publicly and defend your belief in him. But internally, how are you challenging him to be a dramatically better ver version of himself? He just has to be the best he is every day. That's what we ask of all of our players. 
It's not going to be perfect all the time. But we need to be all right, the best version you can be of yourself. And as coaches, we have to put you in the best position to play to your strengths. That's what we ask of all of our players. And you know, I'd say with Daniel, he never shies away from a challenge. He comes in every day ready to work. And I know he's very fueled. I'll keep in terms of the personal conversations that me and him have or some of the things that we challenge him internally, uh, whether it's Jason, Jerry, myself. But, you know, this guy steps up every day to the plate and he comes to work every day with a plan. Quick follow, if I may. Go ahead. Go ahead, ahead, Pat. Just because I'm not sure we've asked you this, but there are still some high-profile quarterbacks out there whose immediate futures are undetermined. You guys have a lot of assets in the draft now. Is there any possibility – of you making a move to upgrade a quarterback, or is Daniel your week one starter there? Daniel Jones is our quarterback, Pat. Thanks. Zach. Hey, Joe. Uh, since we last talked to you, you signed a couple running backs. So I was just wondering uh, what, what Corey Clement showed you uh, in rookie in the rookie minicamp when he tried out for you guys, and then what do you like about uh, right Paul Armstead that made you guys want to go and claim him? Yeah, I mean, at that position, we're just looking for a lot of depth. I think running backs have to not only have a role offensive, but also in the kicking game as well. You're going to play more than one running back in each game. You need more than one running back to sustain a season. It's a physical position. Those guys, you know, obviously have a lot of wear and tear. So you need a lot of depth at that position. And then also not just the depth. You need different body types, positions, and skill sets to really complement your offense. In terms of Corey, he's a guy that I've known throughout the league for a long time now. I've admired the way he's played both on offense and the kicking game. Uh, This is a guy that's got some experience. I was pleased with the way he came to rookie minicamp, being a vet on a trial basis and really attacked it. I like the way he worked on a daily basis. I like what I saw from in terms of coming in in shape and condition and then working on the field. So that, that's what led us to sign him right there. And look, we're going to always look to upgrade this team however we have to, and we're going to always do what's best for the team. We'll take two more. Art, Justin, Art. Hey, Joe. Hey, Art. Um, you obviously went in with a plan for rookie minicamp. You talked about orientation. It was really mostly individual. Obviously, you mentioned uh, the OTAs are going to have a lot of attention individually uh two weeks from now when this ends up you know or two or three weeks what is your plan i know you have a plan for everything but what do you need to accomplish this spring are are you looking to to have any team on team or is it really going to be an individual fundamental get these guys you know ready to go by the end of the spring to come back and compete in in training camp well, one thing we've done, Art, uh, this being a little bit of a different spring that we've been used to in the past. Obviously, last year was the anomaly on its own. We'll take that one out of the fold. But in terms of the exposure we've had on the grass and really working with these players, it's been a shorter term for us. So the first priority I had was really to see where our players are at physically. Until I know these guys can go out there and operate at 100% and stay healthy and protect themselves on the field, and that's with soft tissues and, you know, we want to avoid collisions at all point of this part of the camp. It's not a collision camp, all right? Um, until we know that, we're not going to really go ahead and just keep this as a competitive drill. Uh, you will see team-on-team, 11-on-11 activities out there. We'll control the tempo with the team in certain aspects of practice. And there's going to be other times, especially in individual and group work, where we're going to ramp that up and really make sure the guys work on their skill development, their conditioning, their timing as an offense or a defense. You know, we place a large emphasis on communication this time of year. You know, you've really got to take mental steps forward in terms of your understanding of the schemes, which you got to develop a little bit of chemistry with the with the communication on offense and defense. And this is a great time of year to have it. You know, you're not preparing for an opponent. You can take it day by day. You can slow it down a little bit for the players. You can challenge them in different ways. And you can really see the interaction grow with young and old guys within their roles. Thanks. Last one here, Justin. 
Hi, Joe. I have two for you. Just following up on that, given that last year was an anomaly, how crucial is this period for the younger guys and what is the main objective for them? And then also the second half, what is your reaction to seeing that the stadiums will be opening up at full capacity and week one will have all Giants fans there? Yeah, I'll start with the second part first. Uh, one, I couldn't be more excited to know that it's going to be 100% capacity. Um, I'm not going to speak for the entire team, although I know there's a lot of energy you know, upon hearing that announcement, I can say personally, look, I can't wait to walk in that stadium and just, you know, hearing it at a deafening level. I mean, that's something I'm really looking forward to, really feeling the energy of the fans, something we missed. It's something that I've, you know, expressed before, how much we value and really thrive on as, you know, a team going out there and, you know, playing in front of your home crowd. And then also the animosity of being on the road and playing as a visiting crowd. So knowing that stadiums are going to be full this year, that's definitely a plus for us. In terms of the rookies and their development, uh, look, every opportunity you get to work with any of these players, I don't care if it's a rookie or a 10-year vet, is crucial. And the goal is really the same for everyone at this point of year. It's really help develop their individual skills, their fundamentals, and then their schematic and conceptual understanding of what we're doing. We want to make sure we get all the new guys, rookies, and vets on our alphabet, make sure we're all speaking the same language. And then the idea is to make sure when everyone comes back in training camp, they're in better physical shape and their bodies are ready and more prepared to go at a faster pace and that everyone's ready to compete by playing aggressive and confident within what we're asking them to do, both fundamentally, technique-wise, and then schematically with the knowledge of our systems.